0: Hey, welcome to Braves Country.
1: Welcome to Braves Country. Michelle Malone is a Southern Music All-Star. She is an award-winning singer-songwriter, road warrior, and Georgia guitar hero. Her music is ingrained in the sounds of the American South, mixing rock and roll, blues, gospel, country soul... And folk music with her beautiful and unmistakable voice that makes her stand out as one of Georgia's greatest artists of all time. And a future Georgia Music Hall of Famer. That is a travesty that it's not already happened, but it will. If you listen to the show, you already know that Michelle Malone is a true fan of the World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, and we're so honored to have Michelle visit us here in the Atlanta Braves Radio Network Studios. To focus on her new record, 1977, which is available now everywhere. And she brought her guitar along, so we're hoping she'll play a few songs. Michelle Malone, welcome to Brace Country. Yeah, welcome to Brace (laughs) Country. (laughs) The crowd roars.
2: I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
0: A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen.
3: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
2: I am so happy to be here. Thanks for
1: having me. It's always a delight. You've been to a couple games at their stadium, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Michelle comes
4: all the time to the yeah. ball game. And Michelle, what's can. it like for you to, as a Braves fan who's listened to the games all your life, to now be up here at the Braves Radio Network studio right outside Truist Park? <laughs> I see you looking around like you're you're into it.
2: I'm soaking it up. It's uh, pretty exciting.
4: Yeah, they got the uh, the
1: old school uh, benches out front. Or man, I can't say they're not benches at all. They're seats from the old Turner Field. That's one of the only sections of seats from Turner Field that were were made available to anyone they're all still there because georgia state bought the stadium so there's very very few of those that actually exist like atlanta fulton county stadium they, they tore it down, so they sold all those seats. and Yeah, people and bought I think them.
4: Michelle got a hold of some of those, didn't you? I don't have you? Didn't two. you? There you go, yeah, exactly. And you just installed section, them somewhere I, special, right? I don't know what
2: section they're from, but uh, their seats 101 and 102 that's cool on the end. And uh, I have this little area in, in my backwoods where I have a fire pit. Oh, I love that. And, and uh, you know, I, I put I put the seats out there. That's so awesome. So I awesome. go sit out there and, you know, commune with
1: nature. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, what what color are they? Because that would uh, tell blue. you kind of what... Okay, so I was trying to remember. The, remember it was orange and yellow and blue yeah. seats? Yeah, they're, so, they're
4: blue, so they're down... I think yeah, they're they around a, the those are
1: like real, real good seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: always sitting in the front now. Yeah, that's
1: exactly... You're always in the front row.
4: I think it's going to be great this summer. In the, in the backyard. backyard. <laughs> Take the Braze Radio Network out there with you and listen mm-hmm. to the ball game. Absolutely. Ben Ingram and have uh, a little fire
1: absolutely listen to uh, the to the games on the radio which is my favorite i don't know about you but like i grew up watching games on tbs and that sort of stuff too but but i always enjoyed listening on the radio because those guys did such a good job of painting this picture mm-hmm. of what was happening and it's much like reading a book and i've said this before so it's not like an original thought but it it it, it is something that i really believe It's like when you read a book and then you watch the movie, the movie's never as good because your book, the book, you've you've created your own images, right, Uh, as to what you've seen or what you've read. The radio does the same thing with the games. Like, you're imagining in your head what is actually taking place versus seeing it on television, being shown what's happening.
2: And the same goes for this show, you know, when we listen, creating the picture in our minds. And I enjoy that. Me too. I mean, TV's great, whatever. But, you know, I like to see the game too. But it's really fun to kind of create it in your mind.
4: Hey, Michelle, we want to thank you for uh, not only coming up here today, but a few weeks ago. Thanks so much for coming to Smith's Old Bar and doing the live (laughs) show with us. And uh, that was an amazing night. Um, Thank you for doing that.
2: It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was really cool to be up there with y'all and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Kennedy and Ryan Klesko, for Pete's sake!
4: I yeah, mean,
1: yeah. How cool was that, man? He's just a he's just a big old knucklehead that loves <laughs> loves music and and loves baseball.
4: That's why Chuck yeah. and I can relate to. Him, that's man. right. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> makes sense to me. Everything everything makes sense. And it's when, when so Michelle
4: when you when Michelle showed up to Soundcheck with her Bobby Cox bobblehead, so that's awesome. when I knew it was going to be an awesome. That's night. right.
1: That's that was the Lynch band that held it held it all together.
2: Well, you, we needed him.
1: That's right, yeah. You can't do things without Bobby Cox, old number six.
2: And Klesko needed him, obviously. Right,
1: which he told (laughs) such a great story. I need
2: him. Shoot, I could use him. (laughs) No kidding.
1: But Klesko did. He told such a good story about when he got hit in the face. Ooh. And the first person, he wasn't even playing for the Braves at the time, he was playing for the Padres. And the first person that was at his side when he had gotten hit was Bobby Cox. Rhino, are you okay, Rhino? It just shows that that relationship that, that Bobby Cox fostered with all of his players
2: yeah I mean he was just a great coach but just a great human yeah
1: it was that that whole event was so much fun and uh we only got to hear one of your new songs from 1977 which I love the title of that record because that was the year I was born so we wanted to invite you here in the studio today to put the full focus on that record you've been getting huge reactions and uh, here, are a, here are a couple of them. American Songwriter Magazine just gave it four stars, and they wrote that 1977 could be considered Mich- uh, Michelle Malone's masterpiece.
4: Hmm. Yeah, and No Depression says Michelle Malone deserves to be even better known than she is, and 1977 may be the album that makes that happen. I mean, what do you think when you hear or you read reviews like that, Michelle?
2: Well, it's really nice to have that Kind of support and those kind of accolades, uh, make affirmation too. They are, but at the same time, uh, I just keep on doing what I do, and regardless of that, I I just keep rolling on. You know.
1: But when when I think of masterpiece, I mean that's a pretty that's a that's a big old word that I don't
2: use often. It's heady, but. you know again the I mona just... lisa
4: is a masterpiece
0: <laughs> but i'm serious well, 1977
4: laugh. is a mona uh, lisa perhaps i think it might be it
1: might, I don't might be right know. i'm just telling you i'm just telling you what i think and and when you use words like that i think people have have they've they've thought about it and they've they've spent time on it and they, and they use a uh, your word a heady word but uh but i think a, 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 a certainly a word that is uh, appropriate in this situation
2: yeah i mean it it was pretty exciting when I first read that, and uh, having said that, I I just have to keep moving on and not dwell too much on.
1: You're you're very modest, and I appreciate things. that. You're it's so not modest. modest. It, it is. It it's it's is. It's
2: really just I've had a a lot of good reviews in my career and some bad ones, and and you know. Well, who some wrote the bad like ones? Because <laughs> I would like to write them a strongly worded letter. <laughs> some people like vanilla. I don't know why people like what they like or dislike what they like. Sure. I just kind of do what I like. And in hopes that other people can relate to it, enjoy it, and it brings them some happiness, you know?
4: Well, we want to give listeners a chance to hear your music right away. And uh, we got new music from Michelle Malone. The new record is 1977. And so uh, we wondered if you would play us, uh, you know, a couple of the songs from the new record.
2: I please. would love to. Okay. Let's go.
4: <laughs> Let's hear Michelle Malone live right here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network on the Braves Country Podcast.
2: All right, the first one I will do is called Not Who I Used to Be, and this is a co-write with uh, Elliot Bronson, who's another great Atlanta musician and uh, oftentimes a writing partner. So, And it's also the, the first song on the new record. There we go. thing and never walked away the flowers that the rain would bring started to fade not who I used to be Ooh, I'm not who I used to be Recognize myself. Sometimes I catch the reflection of somebody else who I'm not who I used to be.
1: album 1977 not who i used to be the first song on that uh, cd on that album can you call it a cd anymore can i can i do that is that you can legal call it a record because she has CDs, vinyl yeah i have
2: vinyl yeah. blue vinyl there we go how cool is that
1: <laughs> yeah the album is called 1977 i pulled up the the track listing and the one that i'm most interested in is a George maid because that is what <laughs> i you know i feel like we're all just such fans of georgia the braves and I can't wait to talk about that song. I noticed that uh, 1977 is not a track. Why? why? <laughs> what happened there?
2: Well, it, it was never a song. Um, it's a reference to the year I started playing guitar. Okay. The year I started stealing my brother's guitar out of his closet, and he told me not to touch it, right. and then he would, you know, beat me up every time. But I kept doing it. Right. And uh, it's also one of my favorite years for some of my favorite favorite music mm-hmm. um i remember the rumors, rumors. Sleep with Mac. rumors came out um one of the great eagles records uh steely dan asia i mean there's so many great records that year that take me back to my happy place you know <laughs>
1: yeah no i totally know what you mean
2: so before i started writing the record i was out in california for a couple weeks touring uh, up and down the coast and that was uh last two weeks of february i got home march 2nd And, you know, the world shut down shortly thereafter. And I still had a California frame of mind. You know, I was thinking about the Pacific Coast Highway and the beach and the ocean and the easy vibes and the beauty. And it was just laid back, right? And so I still had that on my mind and, and kind of in my spirit. And then when everything shut down and everything got kind of scary... I just, uh, music's my go-to for any kind of comfort or joy or anything, really. I always am listening to something. And so I started listening to some of that music I grew up on because it's comforting and it made me feel safe and, you know, took me back to this time where all was well.
1: It was nostalgic, yeah. It was nostalgic. Uh,
2: And then that, I guess, really kind of greatly influenced the writing of the record somehow. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of it sounds more like California than Georgia, and others songs on there sound more like Georgia by way of California, right. you know.
1: Right, I love it. I, I was looking, I just pulled up a list of uh, albums that came out in 77, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors That You Hit, Low David Bowie, Animals by Fleetwood Mac, Never mind the Bullocks. Here's the Sex Pistols, which, <laughs> yeah, which is one crazy, that I fell right? in love with as a kid.
2: I found it later. Yeah, me, me too. It, yeah. I was
1: probably late high school before I ran across it. Exodus by Marley, one yeah, of my I favorite mean, artists of all time.
2: It was just kind of a golden era, I was wasn't it, it? And
1: I was born that year, so I would like to point out there is only one mistake, and it was fake. I kid, I kid, I kid. No, that, I kid. You just made
2: it a better year. Yes, you're
1: too sweet. You're too a-
4: and you know what else? I I thought because uh, Michelle was coming up here, and we all love the Bravos, that I do a little research on the Braves' 1977 um, year, and and that was an interesting and important year for the Bravos, and I wanted to tell you all a few little factoids yeah. that I found. It was the first year that Ted Turner broadcast Atlanta baseball on the Superstation, and it, it made the Braves the first team to ever have millions of TV viewers outside of the weekly national broadcasts. That's unbelievable I when you think about it. That's a big year. But, I mean, for, for media, for baseball, Whoa, for yeah. everything. Very yeah. much so. And it was also the year that Ted Turner had his infamous uh, oh one-game manager as the <laughs> <Yes>. Braves, <laughs> yes. which was awesome. And then uh, in 77, the Braves finished in last place. But okay. they uh, hit a major league-leading seven Grand Slams in 77. And here's the, my favorite one. Because I know we all love this guy. On September fifteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, Dale Murphy hit uh, the first uh, two home runs Murphy. of his major league career, both on the same day, in an eight-to-seven win over the Padres. There we go. Wow. So, I love
1: it. That's seventy-seven. Wow. Was that's prime it's a right big there. Hair.
4: But the, the, the one I will go back to is uh, finishing in last
1: place because at the time I remember being a kid and I didn't know that baseball teams that your team was supposed to win. Because <laughs> my, my team was always terrible, but I loved them nonetheless. Well, and
2: yeah, hometown team. Yeah,
1: they were awful. You could buy a $7 seat in the dugout next to Dale Murphy. <laughs>
0: and,
1: and you know, and, and I didn't realize that your team was actually supposed to win because I'd never seen it. The Falcons didn't win. The Braves didn't win you know we're a couple of years off from georgia winning a national championship you know so things were uh things weren't <laughs> exceptional in the sports world in 77 it
4: was tough to in the late 70s and uh, tough in, the, in the mid 80s uh it was tough we had a little blip there in the in the early 80s. early uh, yeah with
1: uh 81 82 is yeah. that right maybe mm-hmm. somewhere where they won the 80, division 82 83 I 80, there so. you go
4: 82 83 but that's old guy stuff. That's old, t- old guy stuff. I know, top. but
1: I love that stuff. We're going back to things oh. that, that make you feel comfortable and, and nostalgia. That's that's yeah, all part of it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was still a great time. I remember the being able— The blues. That's right. I love those Me uniforms. Too. and I love the retro hat. I also grew up watching Dale Murphy and grew up watching the quote-unquote old guys, right? That's what my love of the Atlanta Braves is built upon.
1: Yeah, because they tested your fandom. You know, they they were like, they "We're sure going to be did. we're going to be really bad for a really long time and see how long you'll stick around, the people that really like us. They'll stick around." And look, we've been rewarded by a World Series for sticking around. Them. Yes. Yeah. Two of them, and we stuck around and everything has turned out to uh, okay. I wish the Braves would go back and wear those powder blues a little bit more. And I love the the red, white and blues. The style of the uniform was terrible with that weird <laughs> <laughs> that elastic thing that was going around the waistband, you know what I mean? It was awful. However, at the same time, now I look back and I'm like, I, I love it anyway. And I astounding. love it anyway. It is. It is. It changes the way you look at things when you look back at things that you grew up with, things that you grew up loving and the things that you're comfortable with, much like you were just describing with music. It's the same way. Sports and music, they kind of blend.
2: I think so. The yeah. movie.
1: You probably throw movies in there, too.
2: Probably so. I'm not I, much
1: of a movie buff, but...
2: I have these memories that I... The kind of stay in my head of falling asleep at night watching the replays of Braves games Me too. on TBS. Me too. You know, with my rabbit-eared TV, and it was in black and white, so yeah. you're talking about the colors of the uniform. Yeah, yeah you but wouldn't the know. the TV in my room you, you didn't know. black and white. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> if you had to watch that your whole life, you had no idea. Right. You're like, I don't know what color they are. I couldn't tell if they're wearing powder blues or white or what you couldn't tell you what of the color is. That's funny. I remember being a kid, and my dad, His I thought his hearing was okay, but apparently it wasn't. <laughs> my bedroom growing up in Dalton, Georgia, was just off of the hallway, and my wall was the wall for the living room. And my dad would listen to, I could, I, it was like having the radio on in my ears, my dad listened to the game so loud on TBS. So yeah. um, that it was very nostalgic for me too, Scott.
4: Yeah, and I think that nostalgia is what this whole thing's about. I mean, taking it back to the 77 sound and where you, like you said, where you started with playing guitar and... And also bringing in some of your old pals and your buddies who you've been hanging out with for a long time is really cool on this record. I, I like that. I know Tug was excited about having Amy Ray on there and uh, Absolutely and, and you love Kevin Kenny too so when as soon as I told him that he was
1: I mean a hook, line and sinker because I just have so much appreciation for those artists and you know, just that they're from here and they're and they're tied to here and when people think about music from here, those are the artists they think of.
2: Yeah, I I love southern music and me too. to me almost all music is southern music, you know, with the exception of what classical music (laughs) everything else is born in the south it's near and dear to my heart but georgia music in particular you know i think we have a very specific sound a specific vibe and the people here that make it i love them so much i love the music and i love the people and they're friends of mine i grew up with them and we've been touring and recording together off and on for years and you know kevin kenny of driving and crying is like a brother from another mother i love that Amy Ray from the Indigo Sister Girls. from a different mister. That's right. That's right. Uh, so we all go way back, and then Elliot Bronson is, sings on the record as well. So Yeah,
4: know, I wanted to I, ask you about that. He's new. I try new. to keep he's it new... all
2: Georgia, you know.
4: Elliot is, uh, I, I'm not familiar with him. Will you tell us about Elliot Bronson?
2: Yeah, he's a singer-songwriter that, I, I'm not sure when he moved here, but he's from the New England area. But he has adopted Georgia, and we have adopted him, you cool. know. And I I think he's a great songwriter and performer and he's actually very funny he writes these beautiful heartfelt songs and then in between you'll be laughing your butt off because he's just that funny
1: doing a stand-up routine on the <laughs> side more
2: or less but and and the other thing about Elliot besides being a great human and a great artist he has perfect hair he has okay. great hair this okay, guy you well have to I'm, look him up I'm, envious
1: <laughs> now. I'm he has hair. mine is all yeah. falling
4: out tug and I are not uh, in that in that league
1: anymore. I gotta tell you man I've been dreading my hair falling out since I was 14 years
2: old oh isn't it
1: terrible Isn't it that it's tough to think about sometimes it's
2: yeah. tough look I,
1: I remember because i was making fun of my pops one time Ooh. one of his <laughs> yeah exactly boy you're talking about what comes around goes around i was making fun of my dad for whatever reason and i i kind of poked fun at the, his hair had falling out and one of his friends said well get ready you're next Ooh. and i remember going well what? wait 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 <laughs> what wait what and I never let that go. It stuck with me for the rest of my life. So I, I've never since then ever made fun of of that.
2: No, I think when you're younger, you you just don't think those kind of things will happen.
1: Life to you. experience hasn't. <laughs> you, you've not been introduced to life experience. Yeah, that's what happens. In, or reality. Or reality, <laughs> that's, Michelle. That's more it. Is <laughs> you've not been introduced to reality. Yeah. And then when 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 you do, I mean, it's like. Ah! Yeah,
2: oh, yeah. smack down. It, it
1: hits you hard. It's true. Um, yeah, I, I tell you, uh, would love to hear another song from 1977 if uh, you wouldn't mind playing another one, ma'am.
2: You know, uh, I had one in mind, but you started talking about Georgia Maid, so maybe I'll play that for I you. I would
1: love that. That would be the treat of the day. That would be better than a uh, Dairy Queen Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Really? Hey. I think so. Now you're talking Michelle's language. She uh, just Everything just stopped. <laughs> well, why, are you a, bl- a fan of the blizzard?
2: I'm just, I love me some ice cream. Me. I like soft serve. Tip me, okay. I like me some Haagen-Dazs. Yes. Come on.
1: Okay, there is a, the, the best dessert on the face of planet Earth is one that you can get at a Shoney's. When's the last time y'all went to a Shoney's?
2: Uh, when that one on... Piedmont at Lindbergh was there. Okay, okay. well, well I, there
4: used to be the Shoney's Hotel in Nashville. We used to all stay really? at. Remember that? It was up there no. on Demumbrian. Yeah,
2: Dumbrian, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's? I remember they had a a Sunday cake thing.
1: Yes, ma'am. Chocolate the hot fudge cake. fudge cake. It was chocolate cake and you were about to describe it. Ice cream,
2: chocolate cake, ice cream, chocolate cake, whipped whipped cream,
1: cream, cherry cherry. on top.
2: And then drizzled
1: with like a chocolate chocolate fudge. We're
2: having a moment. Oh, we are. Yes, (laughs) ma'am, we are.
1: And let me tell you, and and I'm not a coffee drinker. I've never had a cup of coffee in my life, but apparently they used some sort of coffee bean in there. So it had some Uh. sort of coffee flavoring to it that I had no idea because I never drank a cup of coffee, but I knew it was delicious.
2: To make kids extra spazzy after that's they eat exactly, it. Exactly,
1: because that's on top of all the sugar, they need caffeine from the coffee Sure, sure. Look, they thought that out well. They thought it out well. No, I, but
2: I used to love to go to Shoney's. My grandmother too. took me all the time.
1: They, they had the buffet, the breakfast buffet. Oh, my Lord. <laughs>
2: Okay. I could, I could go. There. I'm
1: telling you, I could go there. I'm going right there, back in my mind right now. I am headed to Shoney's on uh, Walnut Avenue in Dalton. With Mama Brown, that was my grandmother's name, we called her Mom Brown. Mom Brown was so interesting because not only did she always take Michonne's, Mom Brown didn't like turkey, so for Thanksgiving, she went to Bojangles, oh. and we had fried chicken for Thanksgiving. This is, this is me growing up in Dalton, Georgia. That's fun. <laughs> and, and it was funny because she was married at very young age, like uh, 14, 15, 16. She was from Pennsylvania, married my uh, grandfather, and then moved to Georgia and lived the rest of her life here, but... She was here so early, she, she didn't really remember that much about Pennsylvania. So she was kind of Georgia-made by way of Pennsylvania, of all things.
2: That's kind of amazing. So you got me. a
1: little Yankee blood in there as well. <laughs> I do, I and then and say. then my wife's from <laughs> New York, but not much. so yeah, yeah. Well, but I think I got yeah. I mean, I, I, at least a quarter. You know, I got a, I'm a quarter Yankee. Well, well, that's not right. hold that against
2: like you. Yeah. Said, equal like, time, yeah, equal time. Right. Love one another. That's right, like yeah.
4: Jesus does. Like Michelle said earlier, when we were welcoming Elliot into the family, it's just uh, y- y'all come down here, and if everybody acts right, they can't <laughs> that's what I
2: was going to say. If <laughs> you act right, that's
4: right. And and
1: southern language is so wonderful. Some people will say, you know, they sound like a big old dumb hillbilly or whatever. But what they don't realize is the magic of Southern language. Act right. How many people know immediately, as soon as you you said you better act right, I knew exactly what that meant.
2: Or, yeah, I'm... You're fixing to I'm get it.
1: Fixing to come You're fixing over to there. Get and, it. Yes, exactly right. I, can I give you one more? I'm sorry, I'm on I know, a roll No, no I don't go, mean to go for Because I, it. no, I love it when you go off on is, southern, yeah. the southern language. This is true um, because it's about you, and I want it to be about you because I think the world of you, Michelle. But I was in the navy with a, a fella that was from uh, New England And that's what made me think of it Because you said that's where Elliot's from We had to clean up the schoolhouse When I was in A school uh, That was your technical training Before you go out to the fleet mm-hmm. And he and I, had that was our duty day So we had once the school day was over We had to clean it up And uh, we were right at the end And we were working on that last stairwell And uh, he was like, yeah, that's all we got left And I was like, yeah, I'm fixing to go clean that up And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa You're fixing what? He was like, I don't have tools He was like, what do we have to fix? I have no idea what we're supposed to fix Who told us about fixing something? And I was like, dude, what? No, I'm fixing to go clean the stairwell. He had no idea what I was talking about and had never, he was like, that's, and he used a lot of more colorful language, but he was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. And, oh, and fixing two?
4: You no, know, everybody knows what fixing two means. Well, no, they don't
1: apparently. People and in, in they from, do now. They do now They're fixing two. That's right. And we're fixing. <laughs> we're fixing to listen to Michelle Malone do Georgia Made here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network.
2: All right, this is a deep cut from my new record, and it's called Georgia Made. It's really about my grandfather who i called pops
1: this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's.
0: $5 minimum balance
2: required. All right, this is a deep cut from my new record, and it's called Georgia Made. It's really about my grandfather, who I called Pops. I love that. And, uh, well, I'll let you hear the, the lyrics. The whole story's in the lyrics. Hmm. I'm going
1: to start over, all right? All right, we'll edit
2: that out. I was supposed to have a harmonica, so I'll just whistle.
4: <laughs> that sounds good.
2: Drove to Albaton to see my pops home They were seven in one-room country shack He picked cotton for exactly one day Then he caught the train Back, he went off to fight in the Great War in Germany and France and Italy. He said Paris is nice, but I miss. Swaying pines Georgia clay must run In my bloodstream He worked at Georgia Tech And at the steel mill Bought a craftsman house At 14th Street We'd walk down the block to the cool corners And he'd give me 50 cents for something sweet His brothers came to visit on the weekends AND GRANNY MOVED INTO THE SPARE BEDROOM WE'D HAVE SUPPER ALMOST EVERY SUNDAY THEN SIT ON THE PORCH AND WATCH THE RISING to Nashville I smile at night and drift on down the street My family has been here for three hundred years and there's no place else I would Georgia clay must run in my bloodstream.
1: Oh yes my goodness! Ma'am. Yes, yes, oh, so incredible! I love it! I love it! It's so. It's so relatable on so many levels. You know, I, my, both of my grandfathers are Wor- World War II veterans. Um, and, and you talk about that swaying pie, man. It's it That's <laughs> it one of the, you, you hold your hand up like you're in church, you know, because you, yeah. you feel that, you know, and you're like, that is, that is the gospel being preached right there. It's Beautiful. It's very
2: nostalgic, too. You know, it had me looking back <clears throat> at my family and what yeah. they'd been through. Because in 2020, you know, I just wished my dad or my granddad was still here, so I could talk to them about what's going on and see what their thoughts and feelings were about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a little, a little nostalgic
1: about. Yeah, it. Yeah, right. You can tell, and it's so funny because I, I think that's going to be so relatable to so many different people, so much so that two people that I that I love dearly, reading Alice and Guthrie, both of them grew up here and uh, parents are here i literally sent, sent them that song i was like Aww. you have to hear this you, Thanks. you will relate to it so much and uh i did that as i even snapped a picture i was like <laughs> it's happening this is why i'm telling you go listen to the song but uh that,
4: that's incredible. one you might have to squeeze in on the country station i'm there. telling you man <laughs> it's so good but it, it belongs for
1: sure it's so incredible and thank you for playing it
2: yeah, my pleasure. I'm glad you wanted to hear. It. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I don't often play it, so I'm still trying to learn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so funny because I don't think people realize that when artists don't play a song often, that it that they become rusty on it, right? Like uh, Mark Wills once told me, he was like, you know, I'd, I'd ask him to play a song. He was doing like a little acoustic thing and i was like hey will you play whatever the song was and he's like man i never almost never played that song Mm. i don't know that i remember how and people are always blown away they're like what do you mean you don't remember how it just that's your song Mm -hmm. how can you not
4: remember how do they treat you like you're just a jukebox or an ipod (laughs) or something
2: sometimes (laughs) i mean i wish i were because it'd be easier to dial up these songs in my brain (laughs) Mm -hmm. but you know
4: how how many how many songs do you have michelle how
2: many songs i don't know
4: yeah see but that's
1: incredible
4: Thousands, but, you
2: right? Know, well, I don't know if I have thousands, but, I have, you know, hundreds, hundreds. Yes. But uh, there's just, you know, some that are, I love more than others or some that are more translatable live, you know, that go over well live. Mm-hmm. And, and those are the ones I tend to play more often. Sure. But uh, I love this new record so much, and there's not a song on it that I can't play live, so I'm just trying to, you know, uh, memorize them honestly and hone them life so uh, but that song is near and dear to my heart I loved my pops and uh, oh my gosh you know every word there's true and it takes me back and makes me happy
1: yeah, I love that love that <laughs> so much because it's I think it's so relatable because I think so many people have that same feeling you know and and music really brings that to the surface it, it bubbles up for people because I know I lost my dad about 3 years ago and I st- it's uh, I still am not over it and I'll never be over it yeah. but I can I can be driving down the road I love George Strait because he loved George Strait and yeah. I I'll, I'll hear <laughs> Marina Del Rey and I'll be crying my eyes out <laughs> you know and 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 or uh, you, you, you Look So Good in Love or whatever, whatever the George Strait song is.
4: You know, that's interesting you bring up George Strait because uh, you know who Dean Dillon is. Of course,
1: he just got inducted into yeah, the country music hall I was fame. hanging
4: out with Dean Dillon the other night well, in uh, Florida, you. and uh, we were talking about Michelle Malone, and he's he's a Michelle Malone fan and wants Wouldn't to surprise meet up me. with her this summer in, in Colorado. That yeah, would there. not
1: surprise me. He is incredible, and Dean Dillon you wrote, need to me. He,
4: he wrote all the hits yeah, for, for, for George Strait, pretty right. much. Brother. Yeah,
1: you, that would be a combination that I, I mean, I would love to see play out. Yeah, me too. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so incredible. Going back to Southern Music uh, family, uh, the, the night we did the, uh, the Braves Country podcast live at Smith's Old Bar, uh, you joined Kevin Kenny on Straight to Hell. And I'm such a fan of Mystery Road. And, and to see y'all do that together, you know, just like you did it on the album, just like you did it on the yeah. record, is so incredible. And and that's one of the and and like that was the showstopper, you know. I mean, it was like who's going to jump in and, and and try to top that? Well, Ed. Because, well, okay. Well, <laughs> right. But, well, but only because he said no originally. He was yeah, like, yeah. no way, I'm trying to go after that. Yeah. yeah. And 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 Kevin was like, no, you have to. And and he did. And and he did. He. It was like two. Show, can, can you have two showstoppers?
4: Because we did. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, that was a great night.
4: It was. It was so. Do you much ever get fun. tired of the energy that happens when you and Kevin do those songs together? I uh... mean. Does it, hmm. I mean, it's like an amazing... Let
2: me think. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
4: <laughs> no. Do I? Do I? Did, I mean, you still I... felt the energy, though. It was kind of like it felt like 91 or something in there. I mean, it was amazing. The, like, just like so fresh, yet yeah. so classic. Yeah. yeah. I really, if it can be both, it, it was. was. a big moment. I didn't... It's just hard to for the audience. Like, I think it's hard for the audience to... Maybe not hard, but the performers are having that tingling feeling. Who are you, the hair on your stands up. I think in, up. When, in those moments, because you guys are like the mount rushmore of uh, atlanta <laughs> rock and you're up there doing the, the cl- our classic thing our that, anthem. You, that you guys created in the studio yeah. together i mean do you know how big a moment that is for like guys like tug and i were like it's like it's it, i don't there's no way you can know
2: yeah i mean i, I know it in a different way uh-huh. i've sung that with kevin a million times especially you know since we recorded it together and uh, it's it's always fun i always love doing it and it always goes over so well and you, you know, you you know it's special. I know that's a special song.
1: Uh, it's and it was
2: always an honor to be on anybody's record, but when it turns into be, you know, an anthem like that for the South. Oh it's my God! Really and it right. is, and I it know. is,
1: it is so <laughs> unbelievable how big that song is. My wife's from upstate New York, and um, moving down here, she'd not listened to Driving and She had right. no idea, right? This is this is like the South, the Southeast. You know, this is our band. You don't get to. The it. Ramones mm-hmm. of the South. Yeah, yeah. the Ramones. Right. There we go. Absolutely. And now she's one of the biggest driving crime fans ever. Like, she knows all the songs. She knows all the words. And she's like, I understand why you love this so much. And I understand why it means so much to you. I, yeah. I, I think that's awesome when somebody who doesn't get it all of a sudden. Oh Yeah, yeah.
2: I do, too. Especially when they're not, you know, from around. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> you ain't from around here, are you? But no, it's great. It's. It translates to a lot of folks, especially those of us who were, you know, rebel rousers and whatnot. But it's it's been a great honor to be on a lot of great records like that and, and sing with a lot of great artists like Driving and Crying and the Indigo Girls and Almond Allman Brothers and just, you know, I you, say, I...
1: you say them so, like, because you've done it and you've lived it. You say it so casually, but like when I hear you say I perform with Driving and Crying and the Indigo Girls and the Allman Brothers, I'm like... Holy smokes, Was are the greatest <laughs> artist of all time. Well,
2: well I, I, I'm i a huge fan of all those artists as well. So for me, it's just it's a big deal. And at the same time, it's just a part of my life. It's
4: normal for you.
2: I, I, I don't know how normal it is, but it is a wonderful thing.
4: Yeah. Well, I, Michelle Malone, you're a big deal, and we're glad that you're here. And I, I think that we really, I, one thing I really thought was cool about that show was how we celebrated all three of those great Atlanta heroes, uh, Klesko and Malone and Kenny with those baseball cards. How did? How, did you it was, like so the, cool. was that your first baseball card? That ever? was my first
2: baseball card, and to have a first in the music business, is, you know, seventeen records in is yeah. pretty special. Yeah, I've awesome. never had. I've never been on a baseball card. So what a great honor! It
4: was cool. Adam Blank of Live at the Print Shop, who helped us put that show on. I, I challenged him like three days before that show. <laughs> I said, "Hey, you got a print shop, right? Uh, how about making baseball cards for the guests, and, and everybody can celebrate and." he was all about it and he made it he made i think we need to give some of those baseball cards away to folks who listen that's what we're absolutely just uh I reach out to us left yeah reach I mean, out to us people have been blowing me up uh, on the social media about it they all love it they want the complete set
1: i've got uh you gotta I've, have all three i've got all three sitting in in the uh the console of my pickup truck
2: i did not think to get all three.
1: Oh,
4: yeah we, we gave you a stack of yours
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that I is. Have like well, your new I business think card. I'm probably going to end up uh, it's better giving than them card. to the top uh, Patreons, that are, the go. top patrons on my Patreon that I have.
4: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah that so Patreon I, is a neat I, thing. Yeah, yeah well, why, is. Hang on. I don't know what that is. Well, tell us all about it, Michelle. Well,
2: in, how do I describe Patreon? It's uh, a way for fans to get closer to artists they love uh-huh. and- um, you can join for I think it's anywhere from a dollar to you know it goes up from there a month, and then I just put I post there things from behind the scenes yeah, or special videos cool. or I teach I'll I'll make a video on how to play a certain song of mine that's or awesome we'll have a Q and A or we'll have a special live stream yeah it's it's a it's just a way to feel closer to your favorite artists and also for the artists to really give back to the Uber fans you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. like a portal or like a VIP fan club kind of. It's like I a VIP
2: that. Facebook group or something, but it's yeah. on Patreon. But I also talk to them on a special Facebook group that we have. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah, so you got to get some uh, 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 some of the the baseball card. I like I like what you said though. Like a business card, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> he's be like He's be like, hey, do you have a card? Be like, I do. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. It's
4: a 2022 Braves yeah. Country Live, That's Live right. Print Shop edition, Don Russ knockoff. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> better than Don Russ. It yeah. makes Don Russ look silly. Yeah, I it think. does. It does. Goodness gracious. Oh, but uh, talking with Michelle Malone here on the Braves Country podcast, and like we said, Michelle's new record, 1977, it's getting rave reviews. Let's get back into that. The fact um, that Glide Magazine said this, uh, they just called your work... The kind of song craft that would make Tom Petty smile, wow. That song. Uh, that's, that's another, that's another cool. mind blower. And uh, the New York Times yeah. even wrote something nice yeah. about you, But then they never say anything this, nice. And, is... uh,
1: maybe that uh, people that read the New York Times will be like, okay, well, maybe I should listen to this.
4: Well, maybe people around the country are starting to figure out, well, we've already known down south, and that's that Michelle Malone is a, an amazing artist and really an American treasure. That's what I... National treasure. That movie, National Treasure, is actually about you. Oh, Did I Did you see. know that?
2: Uh, no, I had no idea, <laughs> honestly. Well, welcome. People <laughs> are going to figure it out.
4: People are about to find out, I think, and you know, you you've been saying, Tug, that the uh, for months now that we want to get uh, Michelle Malone inducted in the Georgia and Music Hall of Fame. And
1: uh, Adam Blank involved in? It. Doesn't Adam he have a connection? He's, he's
4: involved in the in the. I guess the panel that it, that handles get him on the phone. Yeah, we'll get him on
1: the phone. Like like it's a Andy Griffith show. Remember when that that, your... you reach out and they're like, "Can you connect me with you know whoever it was?" Uh-huh. And what what do you remember the name of the operator on Andy Griffith show? Goodness, if you know me, shoot me a, a note yeah, on hit, social hit the, media. Hit our switchboard. What is the what was ah I can't I remember. Know. I don't remember anyway. But get me on there. And, and Andy
4: would get you know who would know whoever. is Clay, your guitar tech, uh, Michelle. He's an yeah. Andy Griffith uh, expert, right. isn't he?
2: That's right.
4: But, I love um, it. I love it. So also, you know, another thing that's happened in the media lately that we got to talk about, we'd be remiss if we're here in Atlanta and don't talk about Monica Kaufman Pearson mm. interviewing you for that piece on CBS. S- and you were so, you were kind of starstruck when you met her, it seemed <laughs> like. I was there. I would fly on the wall. <laughs> I was
2: absolutely starstruck. I grew well, she's up. she's a legend. She is a legend. I grew up here, and she was in my living room every night, you know, yeah. when I was a kid. I too. It was uh, just wonderful, too. I met her a few years back. I was playing an event uh, at Oglethorpe University with the Atlanta Pops uh, Orchestra, and she happened to be there, and uh, she came up and was very complimentary about my songs that I played. And then I guess that's when we first met, and, and then uh, I guess that was four or five years ago. And then she got her new show, and I guess I was one of her first guests. Mm-hmm. And what an honor that is. That's so awesome. So, when I met her, so cool. I was just, I was uh, starstruck, but I was also just so comfortable with her because I felt like I knew her, even though yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't.
4: Yeah, she's no. been coming into our living rooms for a long time. Forever. Yeah. 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 She's and a she special was lady, She's just darling. She's yeah.
2: brilliant and. A bright, Beautiful shiny smile. star. smile. Be- she has the greatest and smile. She does.
1: And, and just, personality matches. That's exactly She's just lovely. All yeah. inside and out. Just lovely. You're absolutely right. You know, a
4: neat moment was, uh, you know, unscripted, undiscussed, just out of nowhere. Michelle was performing one of her songs, and Monica just... Leans in and starts singing along Sing <laughs> harmonies <laughs> What? Yeah, it's, Did she know the, she knew the lyrics? Yeah. She, I,
2: she knew my new songs And uh, she was singing with me And I about fell out of my chair That's <laughs> only happened one other time in my life When uh, I was singing a song backstage At Little Fair And uh, Amy Lou Harris walked in And started singing the harmonies with me That she had sung on the record uh-huh. So I about fell out of my chair Those are the two craziest moments Oh my moments. gosh off the top of my head, so
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Lou Harris. I mean, that is that's something I, it's else. It's crazy. Yeah, As I've a guy had that a good run
2: up, already, and I'm still going. Absolutely. So.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I grew up on country. Like that's yeah. southern gospel and country is what I grew up on. I found everything else on my own. But Lou Harris. I mean, that is like royalty.
2: Well, she's just another amazingly kind, brilliant, you know, giving person. I got a great story about her. If you have a minute, I, we yeah. we
1: have all the time you need.
2: <laughs> I. Did a couple of weeks on the Lilith Fair Festival back in, uh, I want to say, 97 or so. Amy Lou was on the bill. It was um, Sarah McLaughlin. I love. Emmylou Harris. Love. Jewel.
1: Jewel, I love.
2: And she was blowing up then. And uh, Indigo Girls.
4: I yeah, love. Did you go to the, Lil, the to the Lilith Fair? Uh, my, I, it I, sounds like you loved them all. I <laughs> did. So I was uh, at
1: that point. I was already in the Navy, so I, yeah. I didn't get to go to any okay. of the shows. But yeah. I kept. Up, and, but, but you my were wife, into it. But my wife Laura did, and I was into all those. I would. Yeah, I would yeah. love to have gone.
4: So yeah. they were all there together.
2: Yeah, and uh, I was I had just arrived, and I had driven there. I was in the back of the van and playing huh. guitar and listening to Linda Ronstadt. And uh, I was listening to her sing um, uh, Today I passed you on the street And my heart fell at your feet You know, and so I I I was I do I went backstage And and I picked up a guitar Uh, I was hanging out with Amy Ray in her dressing room Mm -hmm. uh, Because she was who I knew at the time back there Before I met Amy Lou and all those gals and uh, I was singing that song and Amy picked up her mandolin and started strumming along and oh, I mean knows. we're we're in the first chorus or uh, Amy Lou comes walking in the dressing room and starts singing her part off Linda Ronstadt's record and <laughs> oddly enough I kept going but I really swear I thought I was going to faint fall off my chair or whatever so yeah the first 5 minutes I was there She's singing with us.
1: That's an unbelievable story. I it mean, gets better. Oh, oh, please! I didn't mean to it stop you. It gets better.
2: So uh, at some point along the tour, I'm backstage in a bigger green room where everyone gathers occasionally, and uh, we were all in there having a, a little powwow, and then most everyone gets up to leave, and it's me and Emmy Lou sitting on this big poofy plush leather couch backstage, and she's got her old. Gibson Everly Brothers guitar sitting on a stand. You know, it's from the 50s. It's been beat on and it's beautiful. It's just appropriately beat up. And I took a moment and I said, you know, because it was just the two of us. I said, Lou, I got to tell you, one of the first songs I ever sang in public was Boulder to Birmingham. It was a church camp, and my church counselor, um, Stuart Jackson at PC Road Methodist Church, taught me the song i had never heard it and i learned it and we sang it at church camp and then she picks up her guitar and sings it for me i did mm-hmm. not ask her to but but
1: just for I you
2: never in my wildest dreams would have asked her to or expected it and she just picked up her guitar and sang it to me right there on the couch i mean i was as close to her i was closer to her than you are to me right now oh my so goodness a couple feet <laughs> and then i in that moment realized how important it is not only to, you know, do that for your fans, give it out to your fans, but to other musicians, and especially young up-and-coming musicians. You make that impression on them of just being so generous with your time and your talent, and I'll never forget that.
1: Oh, my gosh. I know! That is unbelievable. It's
2: just a testament to how wonderful she is.
1: And and how how music is so important to, to everyone, and, and it's such a... A bridge builder You know mm-hmm. what I mean Have Have you ever been backstage In a, in a setting like that And been intimidated Or Intimidated is probably Not the right word But uh, I don't want to use Starstruck either But, but kind of in between Those two words If you can find Well if you there's... couldn't
4: sit On the couch with them You couldn't talk to them You're just Absolutely took, yeah. I
2: mean more often than not The people I get to Play with uh, Are You know I'm a fan of Someone I really admire And uh, that was one of those times And you know Monica Pearson. Yeah. I always want to call her Monica Kaufman. Well, yeah, right. And uh, of course, Greg Allman and uh, uh, Jackson Brown. And there's so many. Yeah. Most all of them I've looked up to for so long and still do. So unbelievable. I'm very, I know I'm so blessed, not only to just still get to play music for a living and people support me in doing that, but to, to get to play music with so many wonderful musicians, including the guys in my band. I mean, I love my band and all my... Georgia music community. It's it's really special to me.
1: Well, let's talk about that. As a matter of fact, you're at Georgia Jam in Duluth Saturday, August 27th at Americana Fest in Nashville in September. Mm-hmm. Touring all around Braves Country this year. Make sure you check out the tour. Get the album 1977 direct from the source and that is mm-hmm. at Michelle Malone. Who else is going
4: to be at the Georgia Jam with you? Speaking of getting together with musicians, do we do you know some of the other artists that are going to be there? Uh, I, think...
2: I think probably uh driving
4: Okay, that's a, that's uh, always good. Probably
2: mother's finest.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're from um, here as well.
2: Heck yeah,
1: that's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I mean, there's so much great music here. I I haven't really uh memorized all the folks there. I just was so excited just, that I was included again. You know, we haven't done one of these. The last Georgia Jam. <laughs> I was on, was brought to you by 96 Rock (laughs) back in the day. that's so cool. And I think it was Leonard Skinner, Mother's Finest, Driving and Crying, uh, who else? Maybe 38 Special. I don't remember who else was on it, but it's been a hot minute, you know. It was in the 90s, (laughs) early 90s probably. So cool.
1: So cool, though. I love it. I just love I love talking about it, too. The other thing I really love talking about is uh, is food. As we talked uh-huh. about earlier, with And, and, the, with and, and the Michelle shows.
4: gave us a few great tips last time we talked to her, but we need an update on your southern food. Like you got any new? I know we covered ice cream earlier. Yeah. But well, like, and are there any mojangles? Have you found anything down on the south side? Down now that you're down there? Any new or old? recipe I is went to Sprayberry's barbecue. About your food, you know. Oh, Sprayberry's
2: barbecue. Sprayberries.
1: I went there Spray. for the first time. In Noonan, am I in Noonan for mm-hmm. the first time? I went there. It's probably been two weeks ago now. Yeah, it's real and good. Alan Jackson worked there. You know, the yeah. say He worked there, <laughs> and then uh, Louis Gresard used to go there to eat a, a lot. And then, you know, I mean, obviously, he is a a staple in Southern culture and, and uh, you know, at Delta's ready when you are and that dog would bite you and, mm. you know, just all the, the Louis Grisardisms. but, uh, so that's one that I hit. Is there anything that you've been introduced to?
2: There's, there's a restaurant in Fayetteville where I live now uh, called Frank's at that. The Mill and it's a really good restaurant, it's very nice and uh, they even have live music there most nights, which I appreciate, you know and it's right on a little lake so it's very picturesque and nice but they have great food so i love that place and then in noonan uh i i the alamo has some good pizza okay. i love them i yeah, would if i you would like uh, pizza, the, it's the very, alamo theater yeah, yeah the alamo theater they they okay. opened a, a restaurant next door that's connected okay. and mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you the name of the restaurant off the top of my head cuz i think it has a different name but you go in the alamo walk through the door and Great pizza. Yeah,
1: it wouldn't have been on my bingo card, Alamo and pizza.
2: Well, I think of things in terms of where I've played. So there's also uh, this, (laughs) there's a great little kind of a lunchy dinner sandwich shop called the Redneck Gourmet that I love to go to. Yeah. Just a wonderful little, you know. Like a beat and three? Well, sometimes, but it's just more of like, you know, you go up to the counter and place your order, sit down, they bring it to you, kind of sandwiches and burgers and things. But it's really good. And. We play in the basement of the Redneck Gourmet a few times a year, so we just had a show there. And it, I love Noonan. The Me folks too. there are so kind and uh, really enjoy music, so they're very supportive. And I even I, I have this other little band. I have a little cover band called Canyonland, and we do Laurel Canyon music, and we play down there as well. So it's just uh I love the community.
4: And you're touring so much. I mean, it's like... You've been all, you play all the boroughs now. It's like Atlanta <laughs> has become a thing where, you, you know, you used to just be able to play downtown Atlanta, mm-hmm. and, and now since uh, everybody's so in, it's like there's been this explosion of interest in music, and everybody's like, got venues, and they're, you know, let's do a show yeah, in the basement every little the restaurant. City. Yeah, every, but every little yeah. city's got their own amphitheater. And, I mean, That's it's, true. Isn't
2: that it, interesting? Yeah. It's
4: like you play, like, Alpharetta, Decatur, Noonan, Fay, everywhere, every sure. neighborhood.
2: Woodstock, you know, all that Lawrenceville, but... Uh, I also play house concerts, and people's houses are in their backyards, and I play. We play private parties, and so we'll, you know, we play everywhere.
4: But then you go play these big, uh, like national tour things. Like we uh, were out with the Indigo Girls again recently, mm-hmm. and then uh, how did they, How did your show in L.A. go at Hotel Cafe? That was a cool thing. You just yeah, that there. was
2: great. L.A. was good, and uh, we played a giant party in San Diego uh, out there at humphreys by the Bay. That was really fun, and. Got to go sailing that day, and it's just, you know, gosh, it's a good life. I don't take it for granted, you Uh, know. That's
1: awesome. That is so cool. I've never been to L.A., so I don't really. I've been to San Diego one time, and it was when I was connected with the military. So uh, it, it was like a long, not even a long weekend. It was just a weekend trip. And it was out there and back, but the food was good and mm-hmm. it was so beautiful. But LA, I don't know much about LA. What do you think, of LA?
2: All we need to know is uh, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> yeah,
1: kidding. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, well, I thought uh,
4: y'all were talking about Lower Alabama
2: this whole time. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> look, I've spent a lot of time in Lower Alabama. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, come on, I've been down to Mobile plenty of times. Me well, too. Never been out to Los Angeles.
4: No, Michelle, we know you. You don't uh, that you have to hit the road and you don't have a, a, all day to hang out oh, with us. But uh, come on, now, do you think you could play one more song for oh, us before? Yeah. You hit the sure.
2: road. What do you think? Even the Queen or uh know My Name.
4: Well, there's a really cool video for Know My Name out right now and I've been listening to that song a lot. I'd love to Let's I'd do that one. To that one.
2: It's not out yet. Well,
4: well I probably it. got He's probably <laughs> got like his, <laughs> He's got undercover access. <laughs> That's that really cool. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't Maybe share you that
1: can with anyone. Tell everybody. me when it's going to come coming out. soon to everybody else's <laughs> phone, but That's I've seen it. Right. See this guy? This guy here.
2: We yeah, we just shot a video for this song and we shot it in Marietta in uh, a friend of mine's uh, beautiful property and his beautiful home and I met him at a house concert and then he hired me to come play his house and that's how I learned of him and met him and learned of his beautiful property and he was kind enough to let us shoot there and he and That's cool. A whole bunch of his friends are in the video so you know you never know what What's going to happen so when I'm you're friends with a That's right. So uh, this is called Know My Name. And it's got that California vibe, yeah, you yeah. know.
4: Michelle Malone from the new record 1977 on the Braves Radio Network.
2: Do you like tattoos? Do you like pink hair? like football I new a cheerleader I go to dinner sometimes people stop and stare under my disguise I can see they're scared I want to take I want to dance with you in Spain, but you don't know you don't want to know my name. I want to kiss you like the war is over, I want to carry you away, but you don't know Flame. Yes it bothers me you think that I'm a cartoon You're so special, wish I was special too I wanna take you down to the country, I wanna dance with you in Spain But you don't know, you don't want to know my name I want to kiss you like the war is over I want to kiss you just like me We're both outsiders Longing to The second chair is sitting in my yard The sun's sinking low, I'm strumming my guitar Look me in the eye, tell me you don't care Do you like football, do you like pink hair I wanna take you down to the country wanna dance with you in spain but you don't know you don't
1: unbelievable so know my name that is from uh <laughs> the album 1977 that is cut number two so you've heard cut one and two today <laughs> on the braves country podcast i want to thank you so much michelle for coming by and and uh, and and doing the live show and just for being incredibly talented and sharing that with <laughs> with, with
4: us here today and for but being the, a part of the braves country podcast yeah, absolutely so, it's really right. great having you oh it's my god it's truly gosh. a pleasure oh, i so love awesome.
2: y'all i love your show love the braves it love just seems, Georgia.
1: Seems like a hand in glove. It that's seems, right. It seems to work right out the way it's supposed to. That's right. But um, I just know this record is going to uh, to do so much, and and people are going to um, to know your to, name. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. There you go. Thank you. That's, that's exactly what I was going for. And slick. I'm here for you, buddy. You're so slick. That's exactly right. He is a handsome devil too. But uh, but I got to tell you, I hope you'll always come back and and know you're always welcome.
2: Thank you so much. I love to come on your show, so thank you, and I'd love to come back anytime. Can I, can I just say one little thing? Yes, ma'am. I know you mentioned my website, michelleloon.com. You can get my merch and things there and watch videos and things. But uh, if you order things from me, CDs, or you know, free trade organic coffee, uh, blue vinyl, whatever. I'll I'll autograph it to you, and that's just something I like to do for people who you know go to the source so. yeah
1: no that's great yeah michelle yeah. malone and i
2: fill com. all the orders myself in my garage and my garage is overflowing with t-shirts and cds and vinyls so y'all please i gotta, say, I, gotta
4: <laughs> go, wow. wow. I gotta go get this stuff out the independent entrepreneurial spirit that's what america is all about so right that's the that's backbone small
1: business right there backbone of america michellemalone.com is where you get that stuff and that's where i'm going today to buy me a t-shirt so
4: i uh, hope you'll you do I'm the just, exact yeah. same thing too
2: i'm just a blue-collar musician
4: yeah yeah well everybody Everybody needs to get a copy of 1977 for themselves and then like five copies for their friends and family and then we'll all put gas in the van so uh, Michelle can get out there and get on tour. That's well you about probably to need plan. to buy ten, 10 copies oh, yeah, if you right. want to
1: <laughs> put gas <in> <laughs> Cause oh, real. No. Well, Christmas yeah.
4: is coming, so go ahead and get
1: your <laughs> yes. presents ready. There you go. <laughs> right, exactly they fit right. in stockings. <laughs> All right. Y'all be good. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar. Best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994. Located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and
4: tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherdsmen. Two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the south. Check out the thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans.
3: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. consultation.